Hello and welcome to Big Lash Energy. I'm your host, Jaina Marie. Do I sound older, wiser, or more sophisticated even? (laughs) Who am I kidding? I probably just sound hungover. (laughs) Last time I recorded, I was 39, but now I'm officially in my 40s, and I just got home from celebrating my birthday in Tulum. I swear, after that trip, I'm good if I don't have another sip of champagne, sake, tequila, margarita, or vodka for a long, long, long time. (laughs) For the record, in case you heard the episodes I recorded before I left, I never got healthy again. I was sick the entire trip. Like, I had a sinus infection that really affected my ears to the point that I only had about 20% of my hearing. And it also gave me some pretty bad vertigo. So I spent a big chunk of the trip saying things like, I'm sorry, what did you say? Or pardon me? Or huh? Yeah, it was real cute. Then, of course, I had to get my period on the second day just to top it all off. So I was stuffed up, bloated, crampy, and hearing impaired, but I didn't let that stop me from having the time of my life. (laughs) Of course, we were posting on my Instagram stories, and people would see me dancing and say things like, it's so good you're feeling better now, and I'd reply with, no, I'm really not. But I refused to miss out on a good time, no matter how my body feels. There were times I was dancing, and I could barely even hear the music, but I was just way too happy to let it get me down. My personal theme song for the trip was, ain't nothing gonna break my stride, ain't nothing gonna slow me down. (laughs) The trip was a major success and it could have gone wrong for so many reasons. For one, we were a group of six women and that can that can be scary just right off the bat. But on top of that, each one knew me, but none of them really knew each other before going. It's not like we all went to high school together or something like that. A couple of the ladies had met in passing or worked on the same projects together, but none had ever hung out together before. Also, a couple of weeks before leaving, a drug war erupted in Mexico. I guess there was the arrest of Kingpin El Chapo's son. There were bombings and tourist airplanes had been shot at. It was serious business. Even though it hadn't happened in the area that we were going to be traveling to, it was all over the news. Everywhere was talking about how Mexico was unsafe and everyone I talked to was asking me if I was going to cancel or move my trip. But like I said, ain't nothing going to slow me down. Oh no, I got to keep on moving. At one point, my friend Shannon asked if we could move the trip to Hawaii, but I'd already paid for our Airbnb at that point. So I said, listen, I understand if you need to cancel because you have kids and everything, but I'm going to be in that Airbnb even if I'm completely alone. Thankfully, it never came to that. Thankfully, the trip was a massive success. I've also taken my whole makeup team to Las Vegas before, and I took another trip with them to Los Angeles, and both of them went fabulously as well. So today, I'd like to share with you a couple of my most memorable moments from Tulum, and if my stories have you wanting to chat set with your besties, then stick around for the end where I offer some of my hottest tips for how to plan the most epic, memorable group getaway. Are you ready for this? We're going to Tulum, baby. Arriba! Welcome to Big Lash Energy, dedicated to helping you navigate life's hurdles with your head held high. We're celebrating wins, learning from our losses, and laughing at ourselves along the way. <laughs> now here's your favorite hype woman, Jaina Marie. Jaina Marie. So this whole birthday party idea started all the way back 
in June, even though my birthday wasn't until February. My sister was visiting from Calgary, so I booked us a hotel room with a pool so her and her kids could enjoy. And my friend Elsa came to hang out with us. We were sipping margaritas by the pool, feeling pretty bougie in the sun, and all of a sudden Elsa piped up with, Hey, it's your 40th birthday this year. If you want to do something cool, we kind of need to start planning now. I said, you know what? You're right. I looked around at this beautiful hotel, felt the sun on my face, and I was inspired. I said, why don't I book a huge badass Airbnb somewhere warm and invite some of my best friends to come join me? Would you come? You'd only have to pay for the flight. Elsa looked confused and she said, why would you do that? It's your birthday. I said, because I want it to be a really easy yes. I just want my friends together, dancing in the sun, having a good time. I don't want anyone to be worried about money. Now, even though Elsa doesn't like when I splurge, she knows that once I have something in my head that I want to do, I'm going to do it. There's no point arguing because I'm going to make it happen. So we ordered another round of drinks by the pool and we each dove deep into our phones, browsing through all the Airbnb options in Cabo, Bali, and Playa del Carmen. But the best options seem to be in Tulum. I love the aesthetic there and the Airbnbs were just so beautiful. The beaches are incredible and the vibe of the area was pretty much exactly what we were looking for. I made a list of favorites and then for the next three to four months, I pretty much obsessed. I would revisit this list over and over and search for other options that I might not have found yet. In the meantime, I invited friends of mine that I wanted to join me, but it was kind of this weird mix of them not knowing if I was serious or not because I hadn't booked the place yet. And then me not really wanting to book the place yet if I wasn't 100% sure who was going to come. Well, eventually I bit the bullet. One night, late at night, I threw caution to the wind and paid the deposit for a really cool three-bedroom condo with a rooftop pool and party area. It had all the things I was looking for, except, I don't know, the bedrooms were like a little bit plain, but I figured no one was going to complain since we wouldn't be spending much time in the bedrooms anyways, and well, it was going to be free for them. So I told each of my girls that the place was booked, sent them the photos, and one by one, they scheduled their flights. So five girls agreed to join me. We were going to be going from February 5th to 11th with my birthday being right in the middle of the trip. I was excited that it was happening, but for some reason, whenever I'd scroll over to the Airbnb booking, something felt a little bit off. To me, the hotel was a gift to my friends, a way of saying thank you for all the ways they'd been there for me in the past decade. And to be honest, my birthday was really just an excuse to get them to dance in the sun with me, but I wanted them to be blown away when they got to the place. I knew these bedrooms just wouldn't have that effect on them. So I went back to scrolling through Airbnb to see if there was a place maybe I'd missed or one that had become newly available or something. Then I found it. Oh my gosh. It was a stunning spot they called the penthouse. It was beautifully decorated. Three bedrooms with king-size beds, walk-in closets, and patios off of each room with hammocks. Six bathrooms, one for each of us, floor-to-ceiling windows, and beautiful amenities. This would definitely make someone say, wow. The facilities included two beautiful pools, a spa that was included for free, and it was closer to town than the other one was. The reviews all said that this place was even better in person than it was in the photos. I clicked back over to the place that I'd already booked, and I checked the cancellation policy. Shit. After 48 hours, you lose your deposit, which was 50%. So that meant that I would be out $3,000 if I changed this booking. I thought about it some more. Something in my gut told me that this was where we had to be. It just felt right, even if it meant losing the money. 
So I sent Elsa a link and I said, currently getting ready to say goodbye to my deposit. I told her, I need this to be where we stay. It's a more beautiful spot for everyone and I think it's worth losing the $3,000. I'm only turning 40 once and when else will I be in Mexico with all of my best friends? Now, Elsa has Airbnbs that she runs, so she knows the rules inside and out. She goes, why don't you reach out to the management team and ask if you can cancel? Well, I did that and immediately I was sent a hard no. no. So I clicked back to the new place and scrolled through the images. Yep, I'm just going to have to book it and pretend I never spent that $3,000. It's going to be worth it. Wait a second. That's when I noticed the word Phoenix. It jumped out at me and I recognized it because it had caught my attention before since I have a huge Phoenix tattooed on my back that goes all the way from my neck to my ass. Phoenix. 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 It was the name of the management company of the first place that I'd booked. Oh my gosh, both places were managed by the same company. I reached out to them again and this time I said, hey, there's somewhere else that I want to book and it's one of your properties. Can we just move my deposit over to that place? I figured there's no reason they'd say no, but once again, they did. No. They said no because they'd get penalized by Airbnb for the cancellation. So again, I told Elsa what they said and she goes, why don't you ask them if Airbnb offers to waive the fees and the fines, would they consider moving the deposit? So once again, I asked and this time Phoenix said yes. If you can get Airbnb to waive any fees for you or us in order to cancel, then we'll do it. So I gathered up a whole bunch of courage and I called customer service at Airbnb. As the phone rang, I realized that it was Christmas Day. So there's no way I was going to get a friendly person on the phone on Christmas Day. But then she answered. Florina. She introduced herself and I kissed her ass for a bit because initially she answered the phone in French. And I was like, did I call the wrong number? But I responded to her in French and said, Je m'excuse me, est-ce que tu parles anglais? Do you speak English? And when she said yes, she said it in a very Spanish accent. So then I spoke to her in Spanish and we started to laugh over the fact that we could both speak to each other in three different languages. And eventually, when I was done sucking up to her, I told her all about my birthday plans. I said I found this place that I'd already booked, but there's this other one that I like so much more and I just really think it would make my birthday so much better if I could be in this second place. What do you think? She said, Jaina, you're a very regular customer at Airbnb, and I really want you to have the best birthday possible. So I'm going to let you make the switch without any fees. I couldn't believe it. This was the spot of my dreams and everything I wanted for my friends. A Christmas miracle. Now, Florina didn't just bend the rules for me. She even reached out to Phoenix to make sure that they were on board and called me back later to make sure that I was still able to get the booking that I wanted. This woman offered top-notch grade A customer service on Christmas Day. If anyone from Airbnb is listening, can you please give her a raise? And Florina, if you're listening, uh, can you hit me up on any form of social media? Because I'd like to take you out for a margarita. Because, I mean, you're the shit. It's supposed that. Anyways, where was I? Oh, right. Tulum. Tulum. So the day we got to the place, we could already tell from the outside that we were going to be captivated. This spot was incredible. We could feel it even before stepping inside. Once we opened the doors, we all wandered around with our jaws on the floor. This place was epic. 
The decor was so thoughtful. The balcony off the living room overlooked a gorgeous pool. There was another pool right beside our unit. The master bedroom even had an outdoor shower. Yes, this was it. All of a sudden, for some reason, I became so overwhelmed with gratitude. It was just all too much for me. After all the planning, the saving up, the stressing, the travel, the women I loved so much were finally there, together in one place, in Tulum, the spot I wanted to be in. I walked outside onto one of the patios, sat down in a hammock, and bawled my eyes out. (laughs) I know, I'm such a dork, right? Well, after this, anything else would be an extra blessing because being here with my friends was all I really wanted. I can't say enough good things about Tulum. It has the perfect blend of good restaurants, cool shopping, beautiful beaches, yoga, spa retreats, everything. We really explored this place. We checked out the Tulum Jungle Gym. We went to the Mayan Clay Spa. Oh, what an incredible experience. We also partied at Taboo Beach Club and so much more. But the one thing that drove us all crazy was the taxi situation. Oh my goodness. Everywhere we went, we had to take a taxi. Every time a taxi pulled up, they would quote some astronomical amount of money and we'd have to argue or barter to bring the price down. So since Elsa and I were the only ones who spoke Spanish, it was up to us. When they'd see the six of us, they'd bring a bus over and then try to charge us 1,500 pesos for a 10 minute drive. We'd have to say we don't need a bus and we only want to pay 600 pesos. Then the driver would say that's way too cheap. And then we'd say, okay, well, we'll go find a smaller car. So we'd walk till we found one and then tell that driver that we were willing to spend 600 pesos. But because he was a part of what we call the taxi cab mafia, he would say, well, what did the first guy quote you? Then he'd go walk over to the first guy and we'd say, all right, fine. You guys don't want to work. We'll walk. And then we'd stumble along the dirt road covered in rocks and potholes in our heels like a bunch of jackasses risking breaking our ankles just to prove a point. Well, eventually a driver would pull up and say, okay, fine, 600 pesos, get in. It was all so annoying and time consuming, but we got bolder and more cheeky every time we did it. Actually, once there was only five of us, so we told the driver that we would all squish in a small car to save money, and he goes, it's still double the usual rate because it's five people. And I said, um, but we're going the same distance, and it's going to take you the same amount of time. And he goes, yes, but the one extra person is going to make it heavier, so I have to charge more. I looked at the group and said, so which one of you lardasses is doubling the weight of the car and costing us extra money? (laughs) Anyways, one night, We got dressed up for dinner at a Greek restaurant that we'd really been looking forward to checking out. It was called Ilya's. We did our usual taxi mafia banter, got in a van, and started on our way. About five minutes into the drive, you could tell that each of us was slowly realizing that this area was not familiar at all. None of the buildings we'd passed before. In fact, this time, it was all nature. And even though this was our third night and we'd done the drive five times already, we'd never ever been in the middle of the jungle with no buildings around before. With each minute that went by, you could feel the tension growing. Now, one thing about me is I'm always chill. I always feel like everything's going to be all right. I mean, I remember even one time I was on an airplane and there was so much turbulence. My head hit the overhead bin above me and I truly thought the plane was going to crash. And I was just namasteing it. Like I was like, okay, well, this is it. It's been a really great few years and this is how I'm going to die. Just super chill. So when I actually feel stressed, uh, it's a very unfamiliar feeling for me. 
I looked around the van and noticed that every girl was frantically trying to refresh her GPS to see where we were, and it was clear we were all nervous. Then someone asked Shannon, Hey, don't you have that tracking thing on your phone? That's when the driver chimed in just a little too quickly with, There's no reception here. My stomach did a cartwheel, and I'm sure I wasn't the only one. We were in the middle of the Mexican jungle with no streetlights, nothing. All I kept thinking was, okay, okay, maybe he knows another way, but there's nothing around. Maybe we pissed off the taxi drivers for the last time. Maybe they're going to beat us up and leave us for dead in the jungle. Maybe they're going to sell us to the cartel. Oh my God, of course this would happen to me and my friends on my birthday trip. Of course. As you know, I tend to be a magnet for weird shit, and usually I love it because I'm all about doing it for the story, but I didn't need the story to be this wild, and I definitely didn't want to have to try and remember moves from the kickboxing class that I took five years ago to try and save all my best friends from being sold to the cartel or being beat up by a taxi mafia. <sighs> my hands were clammy, my armpits were sweaty, you could just feel the tension rising. There were some nervous laughs, but mainly a lot of silence as we all just clenched our buttholes so tight our asses were probably eating up the upholstery of the van. Then the road we were driving down came to an intersection, a T in the road. In front of us, all we saw was a cement wall covered in graffiti. What the fuck? I pictured all of us lined up along the wall with a militia pointing their guns at us. Well, it's been a wild ride, ladies. A real great 40 years. What a way to end it all. Then the driver made a right turn and boom. We were in the tourist zone. Like we hadn't just thought we were gonna die in the jungle. Oh my gosh. We all unclenched our butts in unison and laughed like we hadn't all just seen our lives flash before us. You could tell that the taxi driver was shaking his head like these dumb broads. <laughs> we walked into the Greek restaurant like we'd all just gotten a new lease on life. We'd all seen the light at the end of the tunnel and survived. Well, that was fun, hey guys? <laughs> we had what we all agreed was the best night of the trip that night. We smashed plates, which was very therapeutic. We had amazing food it down till midnight which was the start of my actual birthday and we danced on the tables till they kicked us out the next day was my actual birthday my friend Heidi and I woke up and went to go get coffees and when we came back to the Airbnb the ladies had surprised me by decorating with orange balloons everywhere and pictures of me and everyone I love printed out and placed strategically all over the kitchen and living room there were childhood pics I have never posted online, so I was extra touched knowing that my sister had played a part in helping them. They had happy birthday balloons all over the place, and you could just tell there was so much love put into it. I was once again overwhelmed, so much so that I saw it, turned around, walked right back out of the room, and bawled my eyes out. <laughs> That day, they also surprised me with a day on the ocean on a catamaran with a chef and an open bar on the boat, cake, and when we got back to our place, there was a private chef waiting to make us an incredible dinner on our rooftop patio. It was all so much more than I could have ever hoped for. They sure know how to make a girl feel loved. So much so that at this point, I'll be fine to not celebrate my birthday for another 10 years, for sure. Even like on the last night, it wasn't my birthday anymore and someone asked, what are you guys celebrating? And all the ladies said, it's her birthday. And I was like, oh, please, please, my birthday's over now. <laughs> the whole trip was a vibe. I loved taking beautiful photos of each of my friends. And one in particular was living her best life. Miss Shannon had been going through a pretty tricky year and probably needed to unwind more than anyone else on the trip. It was so fun seeing 
seeing her transition from Googling every little detail before we left, like, are there mosquitoes? Do we need bug spray? What's the seaweed situation like? To all of a sudden confidently walking through a police incident on the last night past machine gun wielding militia trying to find the nightclub that we'd been wanting to dance at. On our last night, we ended up at a restaurant, a very upscale sushi spot, where we sat at candlelight with music bumping. That's when I gave the ladies a pep talk. I said, this is our last freaking night, okay? Tonight, we go hard. We do all the things. We drink all the drinks, okay? And then Heidi yells back, if I don't go home in an ambulance, I don't want it. Wow. Okay, Heidi. (laughs) At dinner that night, we had a bottle of sake, a bottle of champagne, margaritas, and tequila shots. So let's just say we were elegantly buzzed. (laughs) So as we left the restaurant, we were on the prowl for somewhere to dance. And we were told about a late night spot just down the street. So on our way there, I had the surprise of a lifetime as this woman approached me and said, Jaina Marie? I'm a huge fan of Big Lash Energy. My partner listens to your show too. He said, honestly, she's been following you on Instagram for your whole trip and hoping that we'd see you. I had goosebumps. It was such a cool moment and Shannon caught the whole thing on camera. I invited our new BLE bestie, Yulia, to come join us. And when we got to the club, she treated our group to a birthday shot of tequila. Isn't that cool? Then Heidi used some of her connections to get us into the DJ booth where we danced the night away. At one point in the night, I looked over at Shannon who suddenly had found a cigarette and I was like, okay, we just unlocked a new level. As 3.30 in the morning approached, my feet were starting to get sore. I mean, I am 40 at this point. And I thought we were probably going to be leaving soon. When I turned to Shannon to tell her that I thought it was almost time to go, she had a menu in her hand and she goes, I'm going to buy us a bottle. I said, I'm sorry, what? I didn't want to pee on her parade. I wanted her to enjoy her moment. So I decided, all right, we're doing this. Well, two minutes later, two of the other girls came up to me while we were waiting for the bottle to arrive. And they said that they were tired and wanted to get some rest because we had to be checked out of our place by 10 a.m. Well, so much for going home in an ambulance. I knew Shannon's bottle was on the way and I wanted her to keep living her best life. So I said, all right, well, I'm staying. And Ricky said she'd stay too. So we hugged the other girls goodbye. And when the bottle of vodka arrived, it was one bottle of vodka for me. Shannon and Ricky. (sighs) I looked at Ricky with what I'm sure was a look of desperation in my eyes. I said, how many shots do you think you have in you? And she goes, ah, I don't know, four? We were already hurting. I said, all right, fuck it. Me too. Fuck it. We wanted Shannon to have her moment. So we drank that bottle like the champs that we are. And at one point in the night, I was standing on the stage beside the DJ as he played the electric guitar while Shannon stood behind me on the speaker box and Ricky stood beside her dancing away. I didn't get to bed until 8 o'clock in the morning that night. I passed out for about 45 minutes and I had to wake up still tipsy, throw all my stuff in a suitcase and make my way to the spa where all the girls were waiting having breakfast. I could barely look at my food without feeling sick so Elsa found me a bed in the sun, laid me down and I woke up there two hours later with a glass of water beside me. Ah, my friends are the best. What I loved most about our trip wasn't the memories or the photos or even the Instagram clout. It was the fact that a group of women went went on a trip, mostly strangers, but we came home friends. I love that it's now been two weeks since we've been back and we're still sending memes in our little WhatsApp group back and forth, laughing at inside jokes, and some of the girls have even met up to walk their dogs together since we've been home. 
to help make sure that your next group trip is as memorable as ours was. So here we go. Get ready to take notes because I'm going to give you my top tips for how to plan an epic once in a lifetime kind of trip that's going to have all your friends planning for the next one as soon as they get home. Now, the first piece of advice seems obvious, but it's very important. You need to be so very, very careful who you invite. I feel like this one should be obvious, but it's the trickiest part. Like, I was quite confident that all my ladies would get along great because I knew that individually, they're all positive, confident, no drama people, basically all around impeccable humans. (laughs) And I realized that sometimes there's that one person that you kind of have to invite, if you know what I'm saying? That complainy sister-in-law or the selfish best friend. For those ones, I say, (laughs) good luck. But mostly, please remember that you can't change a person. You can only change how you respond to them. So don't give any energy whatsoever into their negativity. Let their complaints just be like a fart in the wind and just keep it moving. Focus on the positive people who are excited to be there. Also, it's important to understand that everyone has their own priorities or their own idea of fun. The trip is an investment of time and money for each person going. Sure, it might be your birthday or your bachelorette, but every person joining you has had to spend money, take time off work, take time away from their husbands or kids, or maybe had to find someone to watch their dogs. Some people only get two weeks of vacation a year, so if they're spending some of that time with you... It's something that needs to be respected. In our group, the main focus, of course, was having fun. But in addition to that, each woman had something that mattered a little more to her. And I really wanted to make sure that each woman got to do the things that she'd enjoy. So for example, Shannon, she wanted to relax and unwind after a very stressful year. Ricky, well, she's all about themes and having fun. I could literally tell her we were all going to go to a pool party dressed as Minnie Mouse and she'd be all over it. (laughs) Then Elsa, she loves trying good food and having authentic cultural experience. Then there's Heidi, who loves a good party and a photo op, but she also needed time to be able to get some of her work done. She also really wanted to get to do some yoga. Emily, well, she wanted to be able to maintain her healthy lifestyle, doing her booty bands workouts, and dance at any opportunity that she could get. Me? Well, I just wanted to be in Mexico with my friends, so I didn't really care what we did. I was already winning. I just wanted everyone to enjoy themselves. Next up, I say do a meetup beforehand to help build excitement and see how everyone gets along. This also helps so that you can tell who might want to share rooms. With our group, Shannon arranged a shopping night and a Mexican dinner meetup a week before we left and we all found it super helpful just to feel like we weren't going on a trip with strangers, you know? Next, start a WhatsApp group where you can drop links and ideas. See what gets everyone the most excited. See what sparks the most excitement and then go with those things. Next up, be respectful of people's budgets. Not everyone is in the same tax bracket. What's cheap to you might break the bank for someone else. So right off the bat, make sure that everyone knows it's completely okay to say if something is out of your budget. Obviously, the dynamic of every group is different, but if an activity is one that everyone really wants to do together, but one person just can't quite afford it, maybe consider having everyone pitch in a few bucks to help contribute for her. 
Also, another tip that worked really great for us is choose someone to be the accountant. Whenever someone pays for something for everyone, like a taxi ride or a dinner, have the accountant add it to the spreadsheet. Then when the trip is over, everyone can just pay each other back for their portions of what had been covered for them. This works especially good at dinners. Like there was a group beside us at the Greek restaurant we went to who were also celebrating a 40th birthday. Well, our bills came at exactly the same time. I treated everyone to this dinner, so I paid the bill and we went back to dancing and enjoying our evening. I'm not even over-exaggerating when I tell you that 45 minutes later, their group was still trying to figure out their bill, splitting everything up, who ate what, whatever. They had piles of pesos and dollars and calculators out. For us, it just made sense to split everything evenly at the end and go back to having fun. If there was a dinner where one person ordered something specifically really expensive, they just paid extra for that, and it was that simple. Next, try making a graph for each day so that you can see the week and make sure that there's a balance of rest and fun. Make sure that people are having free time or time to recharge. It helps a lot because if you're a go, go, go the whole time, then you're going to get tired and irritable. And that's just not cute. Next hot tip is decide on a dress code for each of the big activities. One surefire way to not have a good time is to feel like you don't fit in. So it helps to make sure everyone feels like a part of the group and knows what to pack. So I packed extra kind of wild and crazy things for each of the themes because I knew that there were some girls who would underpack or didn't have wardrobe options. Like for example, when we went to Las Vegas, uh, one of our days we did a sexy sailors day and one of my friends as a mom and she just doesn't really dress that sexy. So her sexy sailor outfit was a cowl neck sweater with stripes and a pair of slacks. And uh, that just wouldn't go. So I had some extra deep cut shirts and some extra sailor themed outfit options for her. And she ended up having a much better time knowing that she fit in. Remember, when you're a big group, wherever you go, you set the mood. You're the cool kids. So do whatever you want. Don't worry about what anybody else is doing anywhere you go because everyone's automatically going to want to be with you. This also works really great for Las Vegas. So if you go out during the day looking cute, then you're going to end up getting invited to all the good parties of the VIP status for the night. Just letting you know. If you need ideas for themes, well, in Vegas, we did, uh, let's see here, we did Ellie Street Style, Rocker Chic, and of course, Sexy Sailors. Everywhere we went, people thought that we were a girl group, which was mission accomplished. In Mexico, we did an all-white linen day, neon party, uh, orange cruise wear for the boat, and we did a glam night. Other ideas could be like cute cowgirls, leather and lace, 50 shades of beige, or all things that sparkle. Who knows? Really, you can do whatever you want. Like I said, you're, you're the, the cool kids. kids. Last but not least, this is possibly my favorite tip. Hire a photographer. You can find them almost anywhere you travel. I've had really good luck in the experiences section of Airbnb. It's fun to do a little photo shoot or have your photographer join you for your big activities. We did both for my birthday. We did a photo shoot on the second day when we were all still fresh and not yet bloated from tacos and tequila. And we also did a second shoot where we brought the photographer with us onto the catamaran to capture us enjoying ourselves. Then, you know, a week later after we've been back from the trip, we got the photo albums back and it was so cool having pictures that weren't 
just selfies. You know, it really classed up the whole experience and gave us some new ways to treasure our memories together. All in all, the most important thing is that you plan a trip that everyone will actually enjoy, not just fake smiles on Instagram. So this is your time to relax and let loose, live with a YOLO mentality and do the stuff that are going to make up the stories you're going to be telling in your rocking chairs. Choose the right people, give them room to be themselves, do your best not to get caught up in petty stuff and just have fun because if it's not fun then what's the point right (laughs) thank you so much for joining us on our trip to tulum i hope you found this advice helpful if you know someone who's planning an epic vacation birthday party or a bachelorette getaway or hell just a girls weekend could you pretty please share this episode with them i hear every time you do i take another shot from shannon's bottle of vodka Oh my gosh, hold on just one second. Before I go, I have to send out a gigantic thank you to Shannon, Ricky, Elsa, Heidi, Emily, Yulia, my sister, anyone who messaged me on Instagram to say happy birthday. Thank you for helping to celebrate with me. It's a birthday I will never forget. And uh, I guess now it's up to me to start trying to plan my 50th. Again, thank you for pressing play this week. I look forward to speaking with you next Wednesday. Now, please, until we talk again, go be your most fabulous self. And don't forget to spread that badass Big Lash energy everywhere you go. Goodbye. Hector, you're never going to believe what I did with those Canadian pendejas for that long detour through the jungle. (laughs) We did three laps around. (laughs) They were pissing their pants. Oh no, my hippie ass. There's no Starbucks here. (laughs) They were so scared. (laughs) Oh, oh yes. Hector, do you want to know where they wanted to go to eat dinner in in Mexico? Okay, okay. A Greek restaurant (laughs) in Mexico. See, (laughs) you come to my country Right? You say you want an experience muy autentico, see? And then you eat souvlaki? <laughs> okay, okay, okay. You want to pay $29, see? For chicken on a stick, see? <laughs> Pero tenemos, we have chicken in a tortilla for solamente $2, see? ¿Qué pasa? I don't, no comprendo, no comprendo. <laughs> Arriba!